truth is, I want them to be honest. If they took a Bible, opened it, and went like that, tell me that. I'm fine with that. D, what emotions does it bring up? Does it bring you joy? Does it bring you peace if you are struggling? Do you find comfort in these world, words, or do these words uh, find fear or anger in them? Because sometimes they do. E, how does it affect your faith formation? And F, why do you think that pastor is making you pick this one to memorize? Now, know this. The assignment I give, I have been giving since I started ministry. So this is the sixth year that kids have done this assignment. It's exactly the same every year. So I tell kids that are like third grade, you can ask for the assignment and I'll give it to you. And you can do it now and then you'll be done. I do that every year with seventh graders. You know how many seventh graders in six years have done the, has done the assignment early and handed it in early? Anyone? Anyone? Exactly. No. But the option's there. So they could do this, but I also, deep down, really want them to wait a little longer, instead of a third grader, because I know that their understanding of God and Jesus is going to change over, over the years, and I hope it does. Just like, like if I brought them their papers, uh, like 10 years from now, when they read them over, most of them hopefully make sense, but I'm hoping that they are able to look at it and go, well, yeah, I did back then, but uh, I think it's changed a little bit. That's fine. I'm sure many people here had to memorize Bible verses for confirmation. Anyone here have to do that? Hands? Yeah? I will not make anybody do this, but there might be one or two who actually still remember them, but I'm not going to ask either if you remember this. You remember yours? Oh, he's just saying that. Sean, is he You should poison mine. Yeah, your dad. He's like, what? Love Sean. Um, but I've heard um, the surprise in people's voices when they learn that I insist it come from song. That... You know, why can't it be, you know, it should be like New Testament so that, that we, uh, we mention Jesus in it or something. The long and the short of why I uh, require it to be from Psalm is that besides Psalm 23, I think the songs of David are overlooked for the gift that they really are. I will guarantee that any of the youth, any of you here, could connect with any one of the psalms at any given time. What are you feeling today? It's in there. Are you happy or full of joy? This might sound familiar. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will tell of your wonderful deeds. Any of you that sound familiar? They're playing down now. Do you feel like the world is against you? God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble? Or is it that time of the year, it is, where you feel like there are monsters out to destroy you, and you may turn to happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or take the path of sinners 
that sinners tread or sit in the seat of scoffers? Does everything seem to be falling apart around you? Be still and know that I am God. Do you need the encouragement to know that you've got this? Be to me a rock of refuge, a strong fortress to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Do you just need to know that you are loved and cared for today? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Not sure what the day is going to bring? Let me hear of your steadfast love in the morning, for in you I put my trust. Teach me the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. Or at the end of the day, oh, I can't believe I survived another day when you find I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications. It's all in the Psalms. And you wake up tomorrow and I will guarantee there's a psalm for you and all that tomorrow brings as well. But I'm not the only one who likes to fall back on the psalms every now and again. While we like to think of Martin Luther and his connection with his letters to Paul, especially the ones to the Romans, one of his most famous pieces of work, I probably, I, I'm probably going to uh, get grief for this, but I will say his most recognizable piece of work is a paraphrase of Psalm 46. In fact, every Reformation Sunday, in the vast majority of Lutheran churches, I'm not going to say all because somebody will say, you know, I was at the church uh, Reformation Sunday and this didn't happen. But the vast majority of churches, uh, Lutheran churches today, will not just speak Psalm 46 like we did a few minutes ago, but we will sing it as well. We will do it in just a few minutes. As Luther himself struggled with his own faith and his own <coughs> battle to measure up to what he thought God expected of him, he wrote of his battle, an internal struggle, one that he knew he himself would lose every time, but he hung on to this one psalm to remind him of who God is, this Lord of hosts. Who he really is. I hear the, song, the struggle in Luther's song. I hear them because I too have questioned and hoped and wondered and prayed just like Luther. For Keanu and Reed and Spencer and Jackson and Marilyn and Madeline and Cooper and Gavin and Sean, I was so worried about getting them all in one breath that, you know, somebody's name is me. You too will have days when you will battle faith, your faith, when you will question what people have told you about what they think God is. You will see battles in the world and in our country and in our neighborhoods and our friends and even in ourselves. And we will search hard for the one who is in control and who has your back. Martin Luther is not the one who has your back, I'm just saying, it's God, but Martin Luther, the man for whom 
we name our global church, the man who explained best what it means to be Lutheran. And if you're not sure, it's four words. It's all about grace. That's what it means to be Lutheran. The man who saw a broken world and a broken self and realized there was only one whom he could trust, he could turn to, who never walked away from him or diminished him, that there was one who would always call him loved and forgiven and freed and a beloved child of God. Let's see if I can do it this time. I'm just going to look at my notes. Keanu, Reed, Spencer, Jackson, Madeline, Cooper, Gavin, and Sean. In your individually picked psalm, whether you like really searched or whether you went like that, all of them, you have a promise of God's love for you, a certainty of who God is, and the knowledge of what God does for you every single day. Days that are going to be good, days that are just going to go wrong. You will have days where you are certain of where you see God, and let's be honest, you will have days where you will struggle to wonder if there really is a God, and that's okay. But in your joys and in your sorrows, in your highs and your lows, your growing and ever-changing faith, in the days when you have all the answers, and the days when you don't even know what the question is, God never changes. God's love for you remains steadfast. Because a mighty fortress is our God. And the kingdom is yours. Yours. Ours forever. Amen.